Are you full of health and wellness information yet struggling to implement into your daily life? Or do you have your health sorted out but struggling to integrate it with your other areas of your life? We've surveyed a number of Wellness Couch fans and recognize that this is the biggest challenge that most of you face in daily life. How do you turn your knowledge into action and a lifestyle? Enter the Wellness Breakthrough. For three days and two nights in February, eight of your Wellness Couch favorites are gathering in Melbourne for one incredible event, and we just have three spots left. Entry to the Wellness Breakthrough is by application only. To apply, simply go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. And apologies in advance if you apply and we're all sold out. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your life. We've always taken mums the word to mean keeping things to ourselves. Well, this is no longer the case as we provide mums with the natural, honest, and reliable resources they need from experts and other mums to keep their families happy, healthy, and safe. Be prepared to use your passion for parenting to empower yourself with the knowledge of choice. Welcome to Mums the Word with your host, mum and chiropractor, Kaz Jaff. Hello once again, Mums the Word listeners. You are in for a treat today. My guest is Dr. Jeannie Ohm, who is a huge inspiration for me, not only in the chiropractic world, but also in the pregnancy and birth uh, world as well. Um, she first uh, lectured me back in 2008. Uh, she also taught me the Webster technique and um, well she she did so much that uh, reading out her whole bio will take a whole episode. So just to keep it short, she's uh, on a professional mission to provide doctors of chiropractic with the skills and motivation to care for more pregnant mothers and children. She is committed to educating other practitioners with the information to support natural birthing in their practices It is her understanding that birth trauma is a current chiropractic concern and therefore it has become her goal to eliminate its damaging effects on the newborn. Dr. Ohm is married to Dr. Thomas Ohm, also a chiropractor, and they have six children who have all received chiropractic care since conception. They were all also born at home and are living the chiropractic family wellness lifestyle. I'm so excited for you to hear a little bit, um, just a touch from uh, um, so much knowledge that she has and uh, enjoy the episode and um, all the show notes will be available in our newsletter which you're welcome to sign up for either via the Facebook page uh, Mums the Word podcast or also um, via the uh, website which is mumsthewordpodcast.com so anything that we mention uh, all the links and everything like that will be easily emailed to you all the episodes um, every week as they come out as well so enjoy so Jeannie, welcome to the Mums the Word podcast. I'm so thrilled to have you on. Uh, of course, I know you and uh, have been around your work for a very long time, obviously through chiropractic and just generally birth and pregnancy. But for the audience's sake, could you share a little bit about you, the mum? And yeah, we just want to get to know you. Well, thank you so much for having me here. I, it's, it's, it's always a pleasure um, to share experiences with like-minded people and people interested in expanding their knowledge. Um, I, I'm a chiropractor. My husband and I are both chiropractors. Uh, we graduated in 1981. And, uh, you know, growing up, we didn't know really anything about chiropractic, um, I happened to injure my spine hang gliding, and I fractured it in two places, wound up going to a chiropractor, and then I found out it's for so much more than just bad backs, and what it, what it really is working with is the nervous system, and freeing up the nervous system, because the nervous system is the master control system of the body. So we went to, to a school that was uh, 
uh, grade school, and we we were taught family chiropractic, meaning chiropractic from conception all the way through your entire life. And we were taught how to adjust people um, of all these different ages. So for us, it was very normal to see kids, to see pregnant moms. And um, when it came time for us to decide our births, I got I actually got pregnant while I still had um, a year left of school, we chose to do a home birth. And we chose to do it basically because of those basic principles of chiropractic saying that your body knows what it's doing. And this is normal, natural physiology to be able to give birth. So um, it made sense to us. We trusted that. And we actually had six wonderful home births with all our kids. So... uh, yeah, it, it was great. It was great. It was very empowering. It made us trust the body even more, which, of course, then, you know, lasts a lifetime. Um, so I, I think that's a big problem with birth, that that's what's happened is women are separated from it. Women are afraid of it. And it used to be very normal for women to give birth um, without without the fear and without the supposed need of assistance from outside. And and that fear that we have now has has led women to make choices that sometimes bring in interventions and, and decisions are made that may actually hinder that natural process. So when you when you go ahead and you have a home birth or, or a natural birth um, and you've made those choices, something that's very, very important with that is trusting the body, trusting that the body does know what it's doing, trusting that the normal physiology of the body is designed to give birth. And that's something that we found very easy once introduced to the principle of chiropractic, once introduced to that principle that life expresses intelligence, wow, that made sense to us. And it was then easier for us to be able to trust and overcome the fears that we, the learned fears about birth. So I've got a big smile on my face. I mean, we're only only three minutes in and I'm asking for you to tell about your mom experience and you're already in chiropractic philosophy. I mean, you're just amazing. I am, you know, even before I had my kids, to hear your stories of having six home births. I mean, you just basically roll it off the tongue like that's nothing and you did it unassisted. I mean, that's amazing. And, um, well, obviously we're barking up the same tree and, you know, you're, you're definitely preaching to the converted here. But it's so nice for the audience to not, um, to not just hear this message from me, to know that this is actually a, a greater thing globally as well. That And exactly what I've touched on in previous episodes is that is that trust in the body. And I think that's where um, chiropractors that work obviously with um, pregnancy and, and newborns, and I guess everyone in general, is why we're so aligned, I guess, in that sense with birth, because it's, it's, that, it's that same trust that we have to have. Um, in, we can talk about innate intelligence, I think, for hours, but for the audience's sake, um, anyway, just exciting. So, so let's hear a little bit more where that led, where that pathway um, of being the home birther and mum warrior led you to where you are now. 
You know, I, I, I kind of <laughs> laugh at the warrior thing. It was, it was difficult for me, and birth is not difficult for everyone. Some people have really easy births, and some it's more difficult. I, I always laugh and say it, it's reflective of the type of personality that you are, and I'm intense, so <laughs> my births are intense, you know. And and I remember during the process of birth, I was, oh, this is so this is so intense, Tom. And he's going, that's eh, just fine. You're being you, you know. <laughs> and it's just normal. Um, so so people need to realize it is different, and people have expectations going into birth. Oh, I want it to be calm or pain free, or it's going to be what it is. And all six of my births were very, very different from each other. <clears throat> some were longer, some were shorter, um, some were more painful, some were less. And it all was reflective of my physical state of being, my emotional state of being going into the birth, and the support that I had around me. So <clears throat> that's something that I think that that moms really have to look at. I, I think, uh, you know, we get pregnant and we just kind of, oh, well, of course, I'm going to go to such and such practitioner and and that'll be my doctor and then I'm going to go to the hospital and, and give birth there um, and and just kind of accept that that's the way it should be without really looking into the the various options for birth. And so, so women just kind of go with the system and the system, it's, it's reflective of, uh, as if somebody has a pathological condition, at least very much so in the States. I know there's midwives in Australia, uh, and, and in Europe more so than here, but in the States, birth is looked like, uh, looked at as if it, it's a condition, yeah. as if it's a pathology. Yeah. And as soon as you get into that state of mind, um, there's fear. <laughs> because what if something goes wrong? And, and that's the mantra that women are saying throughout pregnancy. What if, what if something goes wrong? And, you know, it's a small percent that something, quote unquote, goes wrong. But the majority of the time, it goes right. It goes right and perfect for that woman, according to, you know, her body, her thoughts, and, and very importantly, the support of people that she has around her. So in pregnancy, it's really important for us, I feel, to find a team of people who also agree and, and trust in the body's ability to do what it needs to do. And that's, that's, that in and of itself gives ah, a sense of ease to the mother in, in approaching this. If she's surrounded with people who've seen natural birth and who've been part of natural birth, it's, it's easier for her to, to say, oh, it's going to work. Yes. If everyone's saying it's going to work, you know. Um, so, so the fear is a big thing. And, you know... I find that there's reasons why labor slows down, why labor uh, tends to not work. And some of it is physiological reasons. Um, and some of it is emotional reasons, you know, her, her own fears and inhibitions about birth. And some of it is the medical technology that comes in, which also creates fear and causes 
reactions from those interventions that lead to further interventions that would have never been necessary in the first place had she not gotten those first interventions. So yeah. these, are, these are things, yeah, to, to really look at um, and for women to evaluate before they get pregnant, <laughs> you know, and we're not doing that. Girls, girls from grammar school on should be observing normal natural births. Back in the day, you know, Mary Lou down the street was in labor and the, 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 the women of the neighborhood, the women of the tribe would go over there and support her and, and be there for her. So birth wasn't something that's separated from normal life. It was a part of normal life. And, and that normalcy, um, we're missing that. We're, 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 you know, we see births on TV or, you know, we have our conceptions of, of what birth is. But we're not seeing normal, natural birth. So step one for moms, I think, is to become, uh, to, to see them. And there's some great home births, unattended births, natural births that you can watch videos of on YouTube and realize, wow, you know, when allowed to go through the process, women are able to draw a strength from inside of, the, uh, inside of themselves to be able to do this. So that's, um, that's first and foremost is becoming familiar with, with normal natural birthing. I think it's huge. And then surrounding ourselves with those practitioners who also look at it as a normal, natural function and, yeah. and not a condition to be treated. Yeah, it's so important to find like-minded people to be surrounding you. And like you said, people that know what normal is. Um, yeah, so there's no fear. And, uh, exactly. And they're, and they're just basically sharing that trust with the body. It was so important for me to have um, my daughter at the birth of my son just for that very reason that she would be able to be raised with that birth can be beautiful and normal and doesn't have to be the, the media, what the media image shows. And, and, and just like you said, they need to be exposed. And when do they get that opportunity? So were your kids at your um, births? Um, Absolutely. And I just yeah. ha have a little article coming out in Decem December. It's just a short thing about the importance of siblings at birth. So obviously, you know, my first son came out and, and then he observed his brother come out. And at that time of our lives, we were actually going to various different home births and uh, friends of ours were having births at home and we would come with our kids and their kids were there. And, you know, kids, kids can really lighten up a situation pretty, pretty well too. I, yes. at, we, we were at one birth and um, uh, the mom, you know, pushed out the baby and the midwife who was there was looking at the cords and saying, I don't know, there's this conglomeration of cords here, something strange. She goes, do you feel like you have to push again? And the mother said, yeah, I could. And she goes, why don't you do that? And she went ahead and pushed and boop, another baby came out. Oh my God. <laughs> and all the kids standing around the bed were like, that can happen. <laughs> Eyes popping out of their head. I mean, my daughter was almost apathetic and not really interested because we did right. so much rehearsal of the sounds that mommy would be making. And we did those together and it was really fun. And we read a whole lot of books about births. And so she was really well prepared. So when it really came down to it, it was like, oh yeah, I know this. And she was only three. And, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, she even got to, you know, cut her brother's cord, um, you know, minutes, uh, you know, after it was white and clammy and free of any, any blood, of course. But, um, 
Yeah, it's um, it's so important for it to be normalized. But let's just delve, delve a little bit deeper because really as um, obviously chiropractors that work with pregnancy, I'd like I'd like to sort of share with the listeners, you know, why would why would someone go to a chiro- chiropractor when they're pregnant? Um, you know, I'd just I'd love you to share rather than it come from me. From a from a very physiological reason. Um, the pelvis is um, made up of three bones and various physical stresses that we go through in life. Uh, Falling down the stairs when we were six years old, um, you know, the little auto accident, maybe uh, just sitting, you know, uh, what, what we're noticing is that women, as they're going into higher education, are sitting now as uh, longer periods of time in their life. And we're sending kids to school, preschool, and they're sitting, and then they're sitting all day in class and all through middle school and high school, and now they're going out to college for four years, six years, and sitting some more. And this sedentary lifestyle, this this posture that we're in for how many hours a day, is this repetitive trauma to our pelvis. And what we're seeing with that is, you know, pregnant moms are, are subjected to the consequences of that and their pelvis is way out of alignment. Now you're trying to fit a baby <laughs> through the pelvis and <clears throat> very logically, the, the, the more that the pelvis is in balance, the easier it is for that baby to make it through. Additionally, through all the bones of the spine, sacrum included, the nerves exit. And the nerves, as, we, as I mentioned at the beginning, the nervous system is the most important system. It actually sends the signal of intelligence from the brain to the whole body on how to function. So throughout pregnancy, uh, your body is literally working for two. And all of your systems and organs are working for two two beings here. And of course, you want to make sure that there's 100% of those signals coming from the brain down into the body. If there's a misalignment anywhere along in that spine interfering with that, that particular organ, that particular system is overtaxed at a time when it needs to have optimum function. So that's the very basic reason to get under chiropractic care. The second one is the pelvis, to make sure that the pelvis is in alignment. And when the pelvis is out of alignment, there's undue uh, tension and pulling on the ligaments and on the muscles within the pelvis, which of course attach to the uterus. Now you have this baby in there growing, and, and if there's this twisting in the uterus because of the misaligned pelvis, that will affect the room for the baby to be able to develop and grow correctly. And they might be cramped. Their position might be compromised. And so much so that when they get close to birth, that position might be compromised and they're in less than optimal position for birth itself. That's when you have you know, either the breech babies or the transverse or the posterior, or maybe the head is down, but it's asynclitic, which means the head is tilted one way or another. That's because the space inside of there was compromised. So to check women throughout pregnancy is essential because it's, how can you say to somebody, well, you you can't sit eight hours a day, but that's what I do. 
I mean, that's my job. I have to. <laughs> so, so let's make sure you're checked on a weekly basis throughout pregnancy so that we can reestablish this balance and, and maintain this balance all the way right up until you're ready to give birth. Uh, sometimes chiropractors will actually go to a birth and assist, and then certainly afterwards to make sure that the pelvis is back in balance again and all systems are functioning correctly. So the primary physiological reason, the physical reason for um, chiropractic care is balancing the pelvis and reducing interference to the nervous system. And that's uh, the most obvious. The second one is emotional reasons. And we talked about that, but what people don't realize, the emotions, yes, are, are generated by our thoughts, but they're also generated by the health and well-being of our nervous system. And so there's what's called the autonomic nervous system in the body. And it's divided now, new science is saying it's divided into three parts, but um, one is called the parasympathetic, the other is called the sympathetic, and the sympathetic is the fight-flight mode. And I, I know it's a little calmer down in Australia than the United States. I've been all over Australia, but very much so the Western world is is boom, boom, boom. I just read an article the other day. The title was faster than the speed of life. And I said, oh, perfect, uh, a perfect title because that's exactly how we're living. And so we're in this bum, 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 bum kind of mode and, and we're being bombarded with all these stresses typical of the Western world. Again, we're, we're not going to change that. We can't change that. We can do as much as we can in our own personal lives to shield ourselves from that. But it's above and beyond our control. So the nervous system helps us regulate. The nervous system is this uh, uh, intricate system that anything outside of us that's happening passes through the nervous system to come into us for our interpretation of it. And then anything that we interpret and our expression of that also goes through the nervous system. So if the nervous system is, is interfered with via subluxation in the, in the spine, throughout any area of the spine, it, it's sort of kind of, um, it's like overtuning a, a guitar, this tension there, unnecessary tension. And so the, the melody coming out is going to be more anxious <laughs> than if it's tuned correctly. So a different and, frequency, basically. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a tense, anxious type of frequency. So the adjustment, and we know we're affecting the autonomic nervous system with the adjustments. And we know that when moms come in and we focus on certain areas with particular techniques, we're helping to take her out of that fight-flight overload. We're helping her nervous system to be more resilient to those very forces that she's subjected to every day and to be able to handle them in a better way so her emotions don't go into that fear, an anxiousness, um, uh, that, that skewed, um, tense mode. So, so that is very important. 
very important, I, I feel, for, for moms. And that's the second reason. We work with the emotions via the nervous system with the mother. So we're working with the biomechanics, with the pelvis, and we're working with the nervous system to help with her emotions. Another way that we're helping to get her out of that fear state as chiropractors is introducing her to that major premise of chiropractic, life expresses intelligence. Ah, I can sit back. It's taken care of. (laughs) It knows what it's doing. And that big general principle, when we bring that into our lives, there's more of a state of ease that come from those decisions. You know, people say, how did, how did you do it? How did you have six kids at home? I, 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 what, what made you do that? Particularly my family, but other people as well. Because we deduced from that principle. If life is intelligent, then it knows what to do. And as we talked about at the beginning of the conversation, that put us into a state of ease rather than fear. And, and fear shuts down the body via the nervous system. <laughs> as soon as we have the emotion of fear, boom, that, that nervous system goes into that hyperactive um, mode of behavior. And when you're in that hyperactive mode of behavior, <clears throat> it's more difficult to stop and give birth. Uh, you Absolutely. Know, I, I mean, there's no way you're going to be able to birth if you're in fear. It's like a you know, the lights of a hospital or even, you know, alarm sounds going off. It's like a, an animal in nature trying to birth um, right. being under attack. I mean, it's just not going to be able to let go. Exactly. And because we live in that constant uh, mode of yeah. attack, yeah, yeah, um, it's just normalcy now. It's becoming normalcy for, for Western way of living. That's, that's not normal. Um, so... So that's another way. And then another thing that chiropractors do, what I find that chiropractors do, is they connect with that support team in their community. They're a great resource for finding the midwives and the doulas and the hypnobirthers and and the practitioners who also respect the woman's body and her ability to be able to give birth naturally. So they're kind of like this little epicenter of connectivity to these, to these different groups and practitioners that she's able to, oh, okay, you know, I come here, well, who's the midwife or who, who should I go to? And they usually are connected to those people in their community so that she can make choices of, 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 you know, with people who so are going to support her birth throughout birth. So that is the the third way that that we help. So I, I, I you know, I could be a little biased here, but <clears throat> I, I think that all women <clears throat> should, they're thinking of conceiving, they're coming to the time where they're getting ready to be able to, you know, or they're going to start a family, get under chiropractic care. And get their pelvis in, in balance, get their nervous system functioning so that every organ, every system is doing what it needs to do. Get their nervous system stronger so it doesn't default into the fight-flight mode. And conception will be easier because of that. 
I mean, there's even div- research supporting labor times, you know, shorter labor times with chiropractic. Yep, absolutely. And, and I think you and I both have had clients who have had a baby and then come for whatever reason to see us in their second pregnancy and then had a completely, um, you know, different and better um, birth outcome than what they had before. I mean, you would have heard that multiple times as have I that, oh, why didn't I come first time round? Um, and even just, yeah, even through the, throughout the pregnancy well, as well, that they've had an easier time too. Um, Absolutely. We're, we're about ready to embark on a study for VBAC, uh, women who are having vaginal birth after cesarean, and to, to see the difference in outcome of the women who are under chiropractic care because we're seeing a significant, such a significant difference. And of course, C-sections, you know, they, they really, they're, they're over the top. They, the, your rate isn't quite as bad as ours. I mean, we're, you know, they say average 33%, but there are some cities here uh, in the Northeast or Southern California or in Florida, it's, it's up to 90% at some of these hospitals. Yeah, crazy. And it just, it just, doesn't make sense. So that train is heading in a direction that birth is not normal and everybody needs to know. A C-section can be life-saving when it's necessary, but the World Health Organization says, you know, 12 to 15% of births is, is maybe accountable. But beyond that, why are all these C-sections happening? And women really have to be aware. Uh, one resource that I, there's actually two resources that I'm going to share in addition to chiropractic. One is the in, International Cesarean Awareness Network. So if you Google that, I don't know exactly their, their URL. The show notes, that's okay. And, and they tell you, you know, things, the real reasons for a C-section, they help you um, go through the checkpoint list of, you know, what, what a provider should offer um, and how you might be able to spot somebody who's got a high C-section rate and is sort of leading in that direction. And they also really help women who've had C-sections be at ease because what happens is she goes through the system She's told, you know, you need the C-section. We saved your life and your baby. And yet inside of her, um, very frequently, she feels, no, something went wrong. I was, I was pushed into that. It didn't have to be that way. And then what do we do? As women in particular, we become guilty and, and shamed and we feel, I did something wrong or I can't do it. And that's not the truth. It's the system that we stepped into that, that led us to what their intended outcome is. And, and women have to realize that. So International Cesarean Awareness Network, also their materials in there help women realize that this wasn't their fault. They didn't, they didn't do something wrong. And to help them empower them for the next birth, that they have more uh, autonomy and more control over their choices going into that labor. So, so that's really important. An- another website that's excellent is called spinningbabies.com. And this one gets moms to become aware of her pelvis. She's, uh, the, that woman is very, very supportive of chiropractic care throughout pregnancy as well. But she recognizes that 
you know, it's really beneficial if mom does some at-home things, you know, some exercises, some positions, how she does choose to sit and, and whatnot. So that's a wealth of information for the mother to be conscious of her posture and position throughout pregnancy and <clears throat> therefore have a, a, a greater chance of a more balanced pelvis coming into birth. Um, so those are two great uh, websites, uh, resources relating to birth. I think moms can't just, oh, let me just, you know, pick a provider and go. And writing out a birth plan doesn't mean that's what's going to happen. There's, there's so much more. And again, back to chiropractors, I find that chiropractors' offices, I used to give a CD-ROM to, uh, to our patients with all links and information on it. And I had these women tell me, wow, you know, I'm learning more from you about birth than I've learned from any birth provider. And the resources and where you're sending me to and, and having me look up, is, it's just amazing. So that we want them to, to become aware of the choices, become aware of the research, become aware of other people's knowledge. And then once they have filled their mind <laughs> to be able to get quiet and, and look back at that major premise, life expresses intelligence and realize that that makes sense. And um, It's definitely it, not a choice if you don't know your options. The ex exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, so women are, I'm, I'm excited because there was just a study in the UK saying home birth is actually safer than um, medicalized births. And I thought, wow, awesome. And that was hitting mainstream and, and, you know, getting shared all over the place. And I thought, this is, this is really good. You know, when, when parents get to see that it's a, it's a shift of a paradigm. And when you're shifting a paradigm, it's never easy because we're, we're kind of embedded with beliefs that we've been just led to believe, you know, as, as all the education that we've had and what society has told us, et cetera. And we think it's so, but <clears throat> I think it's really important with pregnancy and birth and children as well is challenge those beliefs, challenge and, and become informed. And I like to say not just informed, all the information in the head, but consciously informed. Conscious means to bring in that, that intuitive aspect of yourself and, and then decide. So you have all this information. How does this feel inside of me? Does this make sense or not? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, do I resonate with this? Uh, yeah, I think I can do this. Yeah, inside of me is telling me, do it, do it. Listen to that. That's another thing that's happened in this society, uh, in the Western world, is women's intuition is, is no longer respected. And that's a huge, powerful um, barometer for us when we can follow that in pregnancy in well, birth. mother's intuition as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, but exactly. I think just going back to what you said about um, the Western world is that we sort of forget that in, in many other countries in third world, they are birthing naturally and just going and right. squatting in a field. And, and, we, and if we could just use that rational mind and think that well, actually our bodies haven't changed and all these new interventions and new um, uh, apparatus that beep and whistle and go pop, I mean, we, we did it fine without them. <laughs> 
And uh, well, the argument that comes up with that is, oh, but women and babies are going to die if 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 you just you know um, do with the third world countries. It's it's because of sanitation and food more so that they're dying. And if you look at the the World Health Organization records. Countries like the United States and Australia, we're number 33 on maternal mortality yes, rate and getting are. worse and worse. Yeah. very badly, yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's really – and there are third world countries, you know, ahead of us in terms of maternal mortality. So let's look at that because that's very revealing. I agree. I agree. So, so let's let's touch something a little bit more personal, if that's okay with you. You're sure. so you're so passionate, and you've been such an inspiration. I mean, you've been very um, humble and not even mentioned the ICPA um, when you were mentioning websites. I mean, I think that's a great resource that should be shared. So, I know there's the doctor's website, but what's the one for um, general public? Because you've got so many research articles on there. It's ICPA the number four kids dot org. And um, I'm proud to say we're going through a whole revamp, and there'll be even more that's on there. Yeah, um, yeah that's really exciting. It is the uh, chiropractic's major, I think, only website in terms of family wellness and and why why someone you know, should or, or would consider getting under chiropractic care throughout pregnancy and for their children. Yeah, there's and so then, many back articles on there and it's definitely my go-to for sending for clients as well. Um, you know, there's just so much on there. Um, but the other thing, sorry to cut you off, Jeannie, is, is Pathways. I mean, that itself, uh, that you're the editor of, you just, you know, oh, yes, amongst your little belt of uh, um, credits behind your name, let's just not forget that resource as well because there are so many back articles on there as well that are, I mean, just great from all aspects of health and um, holistic and attachment parenting. I mean, you've got the whole gamut in there. Again, I, I, um, it's, we're coming on our 12th year and Pathways is my new baby. <laughs> new baby. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have, you know, six kids and they all have kids. We have seven grandchildren who, by the way, were all born at home as well, which is kind of neat when the next generation See, keeps you're doing that. changing it one day at a time in your own household. I mean, this is right. great. This is great. Live your, live your philosophy. Yeah. Pathways really offers, it's not fluff. And, and if you're looking for fluff, skip it. It's, it, it. it's there to get people to think and to really look at um, normal physiology and to look at that big idea that life expresses intelligence and to, to take those topics and integrate them in with pregnancy, birth, choices that moms make, you know, with the newborn, the whole family um, the way that we eat, the way that we, you know, express ourselves, the way that we raise our kids. And to bring that concept that life expresses intelligence into, into uh, every aspect of our life so that we can make decisions from that place. Yeah. You know, um, Albert Einstein uh, said, and this is one of my favorite quotes of his, he said, the greatest decision we're ever going to make in life is whether we perceive, so that means it's up to us, whether we perceive we live in a friendly universe or a hostile one. And I have found that with the understanding of the chiropractic principle, life expresses intelligence, 
that's a friendly universe. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. I feel safe there. I feel at ease. I feel ah, it's it's designed this way. It knows what it's doing. Normal physiology is phenomenal. Let me make sure there's connection with my nervous system, which is the master control system, so that that physiology can express itself the the best possible way. And I, I you know, that gives me a sense of ease. And that gave Tom and I that sense of ease. Well, then, of course, my body knows what it's doing. Of course, we can give birth. Of course. And, and it took away the fear um, that we were, uh, that we've been taught. You know, we've been taught to look out of, outside of ourselves for our power. We've been taught that, no, no, the systems and the encyclopedias, that's what's going to save you. And we've lost contact with this very important essence that there is this intelligence and internally in our body, it knows what to do. And if we trust that, we're way ahead of the game <laughs> rather than, you know, uh, behind it. So, Well, I think even the medical world is starting to talk about innate intelligence and, um, and yeah, yeah. Deepak Chopra. But um, getting back to my question, because I'm also so into this and can go off and talk about it for a long time, but just getting back to that personal question, because you're so passionate, what, what drives you? What is it that gets you up in the morning to do what you do? Because you, you teach in different cities almost every weekend internationally across, um, you know, across the US. And I mean, obviously you're the editor of the magazine. You, you know, you do so much. What is it that drives you? <clears throat> I, I feel that we are at a point in humanity, in earth right now, um, where we need to shift our consciousness back to some very basic principles <laughs> that we're sort of kind of skewing off. And the effects then um, are, are affecting humankind. I, I, I feel that we should be evolving as a species, getting stronger and healthier and, and exhibiting more optimal function. When we really see... The opposite is happening. Uh, the rate of diseases and, and chronicity that's occurring in, in all populations. And we're, we're hampering the, the evolution or the expression of humanity. Um, so it, it seems lofty, but it really is. I, I just have this very deep sense about that, even since I, w I was a little kid. And then, of course, when, when, when I you know, fell into chiropractic, literally, um, I, I, I <laughs> you know, wow, this makes sense. This makes sense. And then you look outside and observe and see people suffering and, and troubled and confused and frightened. I don't know that that's really the state of being <laughs> we need to be in. And we could perceive that it is a friendly universe and we uh, when you're in that mode of of friendliness and ease um things develop and 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 we know there's enough science coming out now when you're in that mode of ease um you heal and regenerate better 
So, so, so what kicks me in the butt every morning is that big idea and, and playing a part, some little small part of, of redirecting or reawakening people to that, that knowing, and then they're making the life choices accordingly because I, I do believe, uh, you know, it can be a better place and we can be happier and expressing more life and health if we adhere to some of the principles um, that we've lost. Yeah, no, it's very inspired living in a, in a, in a somewhat disconnected world, um, you know, at the moment. I'd, I'd just like to ask, what is the, um, what's the best advice you ever received in relation um, to pregnancy or birth or even parenting that you'd love to pass on to our listeners? Trust your internal guidance yeah. is the biggest one. Yeah. Um, that's, that's probably the, most certainly the biggest one. And um, uh, try not to control but sit back and observe um, and trust. This is very good advice, Jeannie. <laughs> um, I mean, I could, I could have many episodes with you and I love listening to you and, and obviously learning from you. Um, but um, really, I just want to say thank you so much for giving back, obviously, to this audience. But just generally, I mean, even just listening, what drives you? I mean, it's really you're just wanting to help, help the world be a better place. It's very, um, yeah, it's very inspiring. And um, it's just, it's been um, a pleasure to have you. I'm so touched that that you said yes um, to being on this interview. I know, I know you're busy. But just before we go, um, I just want to ask you one more question. What, what's the best way that people can reach out to you and find more about the work that you're doing, whether you want to share? Um, I mean, I know you've got the, the Making Miracles website, but maybe you've got an email or something you'd like to share that people can just reach out um, just to hear more about your work, whether it's um, chiropractors or students or, or just the general public. Um, I would say the website's um, pathwaystofamilywellness.org to read the articles that are in there. Like I said, that's, that is my baby. <laughs> um, uh, so so, so when, you, when you read that, you're, every article I, I think about and I'm trying to draw something out, um, the, the, for chiropractors, it's icpaforkids.com, which is the doctor's site to find out where we have our classes and um, where you can learn techniques and uh, patient care relating to all of this. And, uh, you know, I do email, but, oh, I'm inundated with it. You know, certainly questions. I mean, it's info at icpa, the number four kids.com. Um, uh, but I get about 150 emails a day. So, uh, but if you want to understand now, uh, you know, specific questions of, well, what should I do with this? What find your local chiropractor on the ICPA website, and and go to that local chiropractor <laughs> and ask them the questions because they're coming from the same place. They're they're coming from that, and particularly if they've taken the classes, then they really have an understanding very similar to this. So my goal is to empower as many chiropractors as possible to be able to share this locally in their own communities so people can you know, go to them. <laughs> yeah, you're only one person at the end of the day. And um, with six kids and all these grandchildren and everything that you do, I think that's very sound advice. <laughs> um, thank you so much. And uh, with the time difference, obviously, in the US, I, I very much appreciate you um, taking the time to be on Mum's The Word. Well, wonderful. 
Um, thank you again for the opportunity and um, to all of you uh, listening, you know, uh, it's, it's a ride. Life is a ride. Enjoy it. Definitely enjoy it. So yes, I couldn't say that better. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jeannie. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Mums the Word. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes and join us on our Facebook page to help us share the message to more mums all over the world. We look forward to having you join us again next time here on your trusted source for all mums everywhere, Mums the Word. We hope you enjoyed this Wellness Catch podcast brought to you by Audible. Do you find that you just don't have time to read all the awesome books that you hear mentioned on the Wellness Couch? Well, Audible might just have the answer. Audible is offering the Wellness Couch listeners a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You can get books like Eat Right for Your Blood Type, Why We Get Fat by Gary Torbs, Paleo Diet for Athletes, or even The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch for your free audiobook. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.